Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. The Growing in Grace podcast once again for another week and uh, coming into a whole new year at the same time. What a coincidence. I'm Mike Kapler along with Joel Brzezicki. Thank you for joining us. And hey, when you think about it or you see the opportunity, let somebody know about our little humble podcast that comes out every week. We've been doing it for quite a few years and you can find all of our past archived programs starting with the most recent at growingingrace.org. Every episode from zero to, well, I guess from one to, to this one, 840. All the episodes at growingandgrace.org. Also, of course, Spotify. Start, What's that? Start, did you say starting with zero? <laughs> starting from zero to, well, you know, it's <laughs> like you say, how fast is this car? You know, it goes from zero to 60 in whatever. And I just, <laughs> it was the, the way my mind was thinking at the time. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, when you think about it, we really didn't start with zero. Now, some people think, including Three Dog Night, that one is the loneliest number, but it's really zero, <laughs> isn't zero. it? I've always had a problem with that. Yeah, zero's a hard one. I Yeah, to be zero. And then there's the whole debate, which we won't get into the whole millennium thing because there was no year zero. I know you were on one side of that debate, and I was on another <laughs> side of the debate. But, yes, uh, I... That, that is a whole other can of worms that theolo- uh, theologians will continue to debate probably for for centuries to come. <laughs> it's a big theological debate. <laughs> and then, of course, you have Jesus, who was actually, you know, the calendar is based upon his birth, and Jesus was born five or six years, or four or five years, whatever, depended on the theologian, before he was born. <laughs> four or five B.C., before Christ. So... But truthfully speaking, he's eternal. And <laughs> yes. And he became yes. one of us. You know, we if, if you haven't really been listening lately, we've been talking about a variety of things, but there's been sort of an underlying theme that we've been working on getting to, having spent some time in places like Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians, or Philippians, as some might call them, depending <laughs> on the, the theology again. Um, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> But we're <laughs> we're um, we're continuing in, in in getting more into the topic of forgiveness, which we've been touching on here in the last couple of weeks. But we want to try and move it on uh, a little bit more, and and maybe maybe knock out some mindsets that are out there about the issue of forgiveness, Joel. And and maybe one place we can get started with this little snowball <laughs> before it becomes a boulder <laughs> coming down the mountain. Jesus didn't Jesus make the statement? How many times do you? I mean, first of all, we're we're coming back to verse quoting. Nothing wrong with quoting Bible verses, right? But so often it's so easy for us to miss the big picture, the context outside of the Bible verse. You know, the Bible verse is inside of a certain context, and and there's one uh, that often gets quoted. A lot of things that Jesus said, but here's one: if you don't forgive others then God won't forgive you. You probably have heard that quoted before. You've probably read it a number of times. It might have freaked you out a little bit. And, and then it's easy to skim over it and, and move on to other Bible verses, right? You can just kind of forget about it without really meditating on it. Did Jesus really mean what he said? Of course, we've done a lot of 
programs and podcasts over the years talking about the ministry of Jesus, that the new covenant was established at his death and not his birth, and the primary focus of his ministry as a man walking the earth was not aimed at the entire world, but for the Jewish people who were under that first covenant, which was about to come to an end. So let's uh, let's dive into this here, Joel. Right, yeah, I've, you know, I've dealt with this, of course, uh, in talking with other people in real life, so like in discussions with other people in, in Bible study groups, and also plenty of times uh, online with other people talking about forgiveness, and someone will bring up, you know, when we talk about the complete forgiveness that we have in Christ, that we're, we're already forgiven, we stand forgiven, we can't become any more forgiven than we already are. You know, when we talk about these things, ultimately somebody will say, like what you just said, but didn't Jesus say, or Jesus said, that if you don't forgive others, God won't forgive you. And that does come from the red letters, you know, the the words of Jesus. Jesus did actually say that. But like you're saying, when we begin to differentiate between the covenants, when you have an understanding of the covenants and who Jesus was talking to here and what his point was, and you know the reason that the the law was given and the reason for the old covenant it kept people in their sins it kept them in their guilt it it contained them in sin as galatians says it it kept them under under the bondage of sin and it was only when the old covenant ended and the new covenant began which again was not with the birth of jesus but was when he died it's with the death of the testator that a covenant begins so the new covenant that we're in began with the death of Jesus, not his birth. And so in his lifetime, he did spend time ministering to those who were under the law. And in what is known as the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus taught them to pray what a lot of people call the Lord's Prayer. And in that, he says, uh, this is part of that prayer, and forgive us our debts or trespasses as we forgive our debtors, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And then after the prayer, at the end of there, he says, for... If you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So right there you have it. Just take that verse right there as it is. Take those words. And if you don't forgive people, God won't forgive you. But if you do, see, it's all conditional. If you do forgive people, then your Father will forgive you. So if you don't, God won't. If you do, God will. So it's all based on what you do. It's all based on how well you forgive other people. And so that worries a lot of people. A lot of people stand in fear, in guilt, in, in self-condemnation because they fear that God is condemning them because they lack in being able to totally let go of what other people, of the offenses of other people. They lack in that area of forgiving other people. And so... Again, we got to look at this in the context of the New Covenant. And in the New Covenant, we're told in various places, it's not a matter of if you don't forgive others, God won't forgive you, but it's rather we are uh, gently exhorted to forgive other people, not to get forgiven, not to get God to forgive us, but because he has already forgiven us. Because in Christ, we have the complete forgiveness of God already. And so Paul tells us in, in several places, you know, forgive other people as God in Christ has forgiven you. So it's a, it's a totally different thing. It's an exhortation. It's an admonition. It's not a do this or else. 
It's uh, just look at how much God has forgiven you and turn around and forgive other people. So it's quite the opposite, really. And again, it's the difference between two different covenants. Well, and if you're under the mindset, uh, and I get it, you know, because uh, there's red letters in there, right? In Matthew chapter 6, you mentioned the Sermon on the Mount, which went for a few chapters, and and, uh, Jesus made this statement, you better forgive or God won't forgive you. He said that right after the Lord's Prayer, as you mentioned. And so most people in uh, churchianity are under the impression that the Lord's Prayer, as it's often called, really was the disciples' prayer, Mm -hmm. but we call it the Lord's Prayer, right? Uh, They're under the impression that Jesus was teaching us how to pray, not only them, but all future generations of of believers that would be coming down the pike. And that's not the case at all. And we've done programs on this, but if you need something in the palm of your hand, pick up my book, Clash of the Covenants. That's probably one of the longest chapters in there, uh, the Lord's Prayer. So uh, if you're under the impression that that was meant for you, then you're going to be under the impression that a lot of things Jesus said were meant for us that may not have been in some cases. And this is one of those. As you said, Joel, it's a difference between the covenants. The old covenant was still in place uh, at that time when Jesus was uh, a man walking the earth, performing the ministry that he was doing, and aiming for the Israelites who had been under that law of works, which brought them condemnation and did not bring them righteousness. Um, And so he's trying to get them to see the entire sermon was really built on trying to get them to see they couldn't do all this stuff and they were going to need a better way. He would be that way. He would be that truth. He would be their life. And so when Paul said, and you mentioned several places, but Ephesians 4.32, Joel just said this, but here's what Paul said, word for word, be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you, has forgiven you. So you see the difference there between Jesus talking to people under the old covenant, you better do this or else, versus Paul, from a whole different perspective now, a new and better covenant is saying you are forgiven, and because of that, you should forgive others. You know, you shouldn't be holding anything against them because God isn't holding that uh, that stuff against you. Hopefully that begins to clear some of the smoke here a little bit for you and make a bit more sense. Right, and it's a whole lot more relational now. You know, under the old covenant, under under the you do this or else, it was a matter of law. It was a matter of this is what you legally had to do. You legally, lawfully had to forgive other people or God wouldn't forgive you. And if a requirement. You, it right? was a requirement. And if you did forgive other people, then God would forgive you. So it was a quid pro quo type of thing, whereas we know that in grace, in the new covenant, it's not that. It has nothing to do with that, but it's it's relational. So when we talk about God's love, we understand that in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he first loved us. So we get to know his love. And then with that love, as we get to know that love, then we know what love really is. And we can turn around and we can love other people. We we receive his love and we can love other people. Same with forgiveness. He forgave us first. We could use those same words of John in this is love. Not that we loved God, but that he first loved. In this is forgiveness. And we can make it a horizontal thing in our relationships with people. Not that we first forgave, but that God first forgave us, and then we turned around and were able to forgive other people. But again, it's a relational thing, that we can look at the 
the tenderness and the forgiveness, the compassion that God has shown us in Christ. Uh, you know, the cross is a is a perfect example of how God has treated us. He is He has treated us by having His Son offer Himself as the sacrifice for our sins, and He showed His love for us in that, in taking away our sins. And so we can then say, "Wow, you know how amazing that is, how wonderful," and we can turn around and see the the offenses that other people have had toward us, and we can see God has released us from such bondage, from our offenses. Now let's turn around and forgive other people. And it's something we grow in. You know, you don't just you don't just automatically begin loving other people as God has loved you. You don't automatically just oh, a snap of a finger, now I can forgive other people. It's relational. It's it's a growing thing. It's something that takes time to to learn and to and to grow in. And so, but the, the point is, the difference is it's not a requirement. It's not a legalistic requirement as it was under the old covenant. It's something that you can do relationally as you grow in God's love. And I say this a lot, but this one went really fast. But I love talking about the, the issue of forgiveness and learning more and more about God's forgiveness for us so that we can understand what it really is and what it means to us. And there's plenty more. We, we've got, you know, people talk about, well, what about 1 John 1, 9? People talk about, what about, do I need to ask for forgiveness over and over again? So we'll talk about some of that stuff in the weeks to come. So stick with us, Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace.